What's up grass cutters? Rory here from Greens Lawn and Garden and welcome to episode two of the podcast. Oh you know what everyone everyone's out here bloody banging on about coronavirus on mate spreading across the world. I am way more concerned about jobber. These motherfuckers are everywhere. All my favorite YouTube guys, all my favorite podcasts, fucking Instagram, Facebook, they're all wearing jobber hats, bloody spruiking on how you need to spend money on, on, on this scheduling software and whatnot. Fucking bullshit. Tell you what, if you're starting out and you're following... Um, professional lawn care providers for uh, for um, advice um, and uh, you, I don't know, let's say you're, you're purchasing a business and you've got um, 80 to 100 existing clients and a crew or a couple of crews or whatever um, something of that scale then for sure scheduling software with built-in invoicing uh, follow-up GPS and all that sort of stuff brilliant brilliant but if you're a solo um, guy uh, or gal, and you're you're starting off with um, either zero clients, or you know you've got um, you've purchased a franchise with a bunch of clients, whether it's 30, 40, uh, you know you've bought a split or something like that, you don't need no fucking scheduling software like that. You just don't. I've run my business for the last 18 months, starting off from zero to where I am now, and I have used nothing but my phone, my iPhone, um, with zero. Um, or you can use QuickBooks or whatever, but I've, I have zero, I use my Apple Calendar, um, and I uh, use um, Maps for to work out where I'm going, yeah, you know, and, and, and you can do it, a pretty quick mathematic equation and work out how long it's going to take to get from point A to point B. Um, and it's it's just unnecessary to be forking out between $45 minimal up to about $250 a month uh, for this um, scheduling software. And I'm not just having to go just at um, Jobber. This is, this is um, just a... Uh, well, it's a rant, isn't it? Let's be honest. I'm just an old man sitting on the porch. Get off my grass! But, you know, um, I just feel that it's unnecessary. So just watch out, guys. Don't go purchasing um, uh, this sort of stuff if you don't need it for your business and you're just starting out because it's all about keeping them costs low. Keeping the costs low, keeping the profit margin large, pumping out lawns. Pumping them out. One thing, on the other hand, that you do need is the correct tools for the job. Now, um, we're going to talk a little bit about trailers. Uh, uh, just, just through personal experience, um, uh, I, uh, I, I learnt uh, the hard way that um, when I purchased my first trailer for the business, I um, I picked it up and it was it was it was perfect for what I was doing. I could fit uh, my push mower, uh, my um, it's it's a, it was a standard sort of 
Jim's mowing model trailer. Like um, you see them a lot here in uh, in Australia. Um, if you follow, um, oh, look, if you follow anyone on social media, um, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or whatever, you probably follow um, Julio at Lawn Care Business Success. Um, so uh, if you're um, if you're familiar, if you're not familiar with any mowing trailers, if you're really just green and you're looking at buying into a business or getting into it, um, the sort of trailer that Julio uses for his business is the sort of trailer that uh, most Jim's mowing franchises um, use over here um, or use here. Um, so you know, if you if you really don't know what I'm talking about, check his um, page out or check mine out, uh, Greens Lawn and Garden, and you'll see uh, you'll see what I'm talking about. Now, um, uh, what I what I got wrong was I purchased the trailer secondhand. Luckily enough, it wasn't a wasn't a real expensive um, initial outlay for a trailer, but <laughs> I got it, and um, I could fit my forty two inch in there. I could fit my um, push mowers up the front and another section, and all my whippersnappers and all that sort of stuff was perfect. Then I was getting a new trailer made up. Because that one had done its dash and it was a bit rusty and um, it wasn't wasn't a great look for the business. So um, I uh, contacted an engineer in uh, in Brisbane and got him to um, do up a plan and make me a trailer up. And probably about four, about a day before he um, started building it. Luckily enough, I had this thought and I was like, shit. What if I um, what if I wind up upgrading my ride-on? Like, well, I knew I was going to. I was like, what happens when I upgrade my ride-on from a forty-two inch and I wind up getting the uh, sixty-inch Toro that I that I wanted? I thought, fuck, I wonder if it'll fit. So I quickly did a measurement um, of the, uh, the the old trailer I had, and I was like, fuck, no way, it won't fit. So I called him up and said, mate, can you make this thing as wide as you can? Um, so that I can fit it in there <laughs> and uh, luckily enough he's like yep no worries I'll just um, do a couple of calculations blah 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 here you go it'll cost you another extra couple hundred bucks it wasn't much because he just had to um, use a little bit more material and um, anyway so that was all good um, and uh, I, I picked the trailer up uh, used it for about two months or so with no issues at all um, and then I got my new ride on and I'm like, oh man, I'm the smartest man alive. I got this trailer widened, perfect. Went, picked my new mower up, backed it on. It was too long. The, the bloody ride on was longer than on, way longer than what my old Hustler 42 inch was. And I was like, oh. What am I going to do? Um, luckily enough, um, I, sorry, because I drove it up forwards and I thought, oh shit. So I thought, we'll try this. Um, no, damn, I'm screwed. I'm literally already bought this ride on. Um, what am I going to do? Um, so I backed it up this time and it was like, oh, the wheels were just overhanging by like less than an inch over from the back but because the front tires only have about 10 pound in them about 10 psi you can actually i could actually close the tailgate um 
and um, and squeeze it in there. And like when I say squeeze it in there, like push the tail goat quickly, hinge it, um, um, pinch it shut, and then um, uh, it was it was like it was wedged in there. Good news is it doesn't move backwards or forwards because it's wedged right in there. The only issue is though when it sits in there like overnight or um, for a long period of time, it puts like a little temporary flat spot on the front of the tires, on the front tires. So when I first pull it out of the trailer and I start going on flat, like on bitumen or something like that, um, it's like doop, 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 until they warm up a little bit and then they um, then they go back into shape. <laughs> so do yourself a favor. When you get a trailer made up, um, think ahead um, in your business and think, what am I gonna, what am I gonna add to my business? Um, think weight, dimensions, um, you know, this trailer might be perfect for now, but is it going to suit me in 12 months' time? Um, it, it, you'll, you'll really thank, um, you'll thank yourself later for, uh, for thinking ahead because I, I basically got really lucky on that one. Um, I could have been up the creek um, and had to completely modify the, the trailer probably. But luck is on my side. All right, we're gonna talk about building the client base. Now, if you're starting off with, um, with uh, no clients, if you're purchasing a vacant territory, oh, I just struggled speaking English just then. If you're purchasing a vacant territory and you're building your client base, don't, don't worry about trying to have everyone in one area. It's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Um, we live in a vast land, right? Um, this it, it's not like um, if you've been if you follow social media, you follow lawn care professionals and their accounts on, on social media. Uh, unfortunately, most of the most of the the uh, really popular guys uh, come out of the states. Um, I don't say unfortunately for them unfortunately for us because we get this sort of um, disjointed idea that um, we can have six customers in one street um, and then um, five or six customers on the street over and like you know we're, we're, we're staying in our suburb we're not that dense here it doesn't work that way we've got a lot of land um, people have larger blocks and we're spread out so what I do and what I recommend is take as much work as you can possibly take. It doesn't matter where they are, if they want a regular um, service. If you're starting out, you need cash flow. You need cash flow in the business. You can't be picky. So if you've got to travel um, 30 minutes, then uh, then travel 30 minutes and, and, and go and, and do this client. Initially, you'll be driving a lot of Ks, but you'll be doing a lot of once-off work um, as well as regular, so the cash flow will be coming in. But what you can do is build pockets. So uh, I I have um, where am I? I've got six six different pockets. Now I'm in the Sunshine Coast in Australia, so the suburbs probably don't mean anything to you. But I've got my little areas that I've got listed out with all my clients. So my little pockets. I've got a Perigian area. I've got my sort of Nambour area, a, a um, Karoi and Dunan area. This is just what I call them. This is the suburbs they are. 
and I'll have um, eight to ten clients in each area and I hit those all of those um, some of them I, I split up between but um, majority of the time all of those uh, in in each run each day so that you know you might be driving half an hour but then you're spending the day in that area uh, and another thing that it, it really does it breaks up the monotony of um, uh, of the job because you're not hanging around in the same suburb uh, all the time which isn't really an issue because it's impossible you, you're not going to um, you're not going to have all your clients in one suburb uh, if you're starting out if you're listening to this podcast and you're starting out as a gym's franchisee you're not you're gonna you're gonna be all over the place you actually your franchisor will probably tell you um, that a majority of your work will come outside of your territory because you you purchase a territory and it's your area but i mean you want to you're not going to not everyone in that area is going to um, be calling you to get their lawns done it's just not going to work that way you're going to have work all over the place so that's what i did i um have pockets everywhere uh and um it helps because you know some days uh if it's raining in a certain area go and do the other pocket Go, go and go to another area and uh, where it might be lighter it might not be um, uh, as heavy it might not be raining at all it happens here a lot, a lot of people if you're listening to this um, podcast and you don't live in Australia you're probably not going to grasp what I'm saying but down the road in Australia when someone says down the road that can mean five minutes away or that can mean two hours away that's just how we roll Australia so take all the work you can and develop pockets. Now, the best thing about developing these pockets is when you want to do a split and where split is you should know what a split is. If you're down if you're this far down the path and you've decided to sign the contracts and everything the franchisor should have discussed with you and at training, the trainers should have discussed with you what a split is. So let's say you've got 50 clients and you have 20 or 30 of those clients that are in a pocket uh, or a couple of pockets that are sort of 30 minutes away from you, 40 minutes away from you, whatever it might be, you want to start to condense, um, then you can sell those clients as a split. Now it's a minimum, there has to be a minimum cut value um, uh, to do this. Uh, now, we're not going to go into splits today. I'm going to do that in another episode and discuss it further. But you have to have a minimum cut value a, um, and a, a territory, an area where there's more than, I think, 100 homes in the area, something like that, where they can sell off a new territory. So you're basically selling part of your business. Now, the, the franchisor will advertise this for you. He takes a, a cut of it. Um, he... Um, does all the advertising, will try and sell that business, uh, that section of customers as a separate business, boom, instant cash flow into your business, um, and then you can uh, start again, start building um, closer to home if you want, or aim for another area, um, adjust your adjust your leads so that you're, uh, you're targeting um, different areas. And, 
and that, that's one of the real real benefits of having pockets of clients in, in different areas. Uh, I personally can't wait. By the end of this summer, hopefully, um, maybe, maybe, maybe probably moving into mid-year next year, um, if I'm not being too aggressive, um, I want to be able to sell uh, a suburb of clients that I've got and um, a majority of the time it's between um, it's between sort of 18 to 25 grand you can get that minus your uh, franchise or's fee of around 10 percent or something um, you can that's that's money straight into your business so let's say 20 grand that's 18 grand after after his his cut uh, straight into your business now I'd recommend um, if you have sort of gotten rid of half your client base by doing that you keep that 18 grand there um, as a as as a backup for your um, for your business while you uh, rebuild your client base um, closer to home or start building another pocket of clients now by this stage you're probably thinking oh like that that's that that'll be that'll be impossible i wind up selling this business i'll have this money but then i'll have no cash flow coming in from from um continuously from those clients that I sold. Look, if you're at this stage already and you've got that many clients, you've probably got a good name in the area. You're getting referrals. Um, you've got some real estate agents um, uh, on your books, uh, some commercial accounts where you can you can do different work for them. You, I mean, you, you, your work starts rolling in organically um, plus the leads that you're getting uh, from Jim's head office. I'll probably only get about half a dozen leads, maybe between sort of maybe half a dozen and, and 10 leads a month um, now through um, through Jim's and uh, majority of them come through uh, my Google, um, Google My Places, uh, my um, website for Greens Lawn and Garden and uh, and, and, and just, just general word of mouth as well, referrals from existing clients and things like that. So uh, that's that. Um, hey, and look, here's something too. If, you, if you've got any questions, um, uh, hit me up. If, you, if, if I don't, if, if, if I leave you um, with more questions than answers, <laughs> then um, uh, hit me up on my um, uh, one of my socials uh, on Instagram or, or Facebook or um, um, email me even. Um, I'll tell you what, my number's 0439-477-444. If you want to get in contact with me, hit me up um, and I'll, uh, I can always uh, help you out and give you some information. I feel like I'm just fucking flying through this podcast today, but it's probably because... I do like um, I do like five minute little rants and then I just stop and then I'll like chill out for a couple of minutes and write a couple of notes down and then start again. So I feel like I'm just like pow, 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 just firing them out <laughs> like a fucking machine gun. Three cups of coffee too. Probably that might do it. It's a rain day today, so um, I went out and did a couple of jobs and I um, I was I was a bit tired. I didn't get much sleep, so I pounded um, three coffees. And, um, and then just started the day, did my first two jobs and the heavens opened up and started pissing down everywhere. So now I'm like fucking primed and ready to go. And uh, 
I'm, I'm in the wrong environment. <laughs> I'm all caffeined up and I'm sitting in front of a desk talking to you fine people. So you're fucking welcome. Nah, just kidding. I love you, cunts. All right. Machinery Minuta. We are going to discuss a very, very important piece of machinery. Uh, and that is the combi combi system multi-tool system whatever you want to call it um i have got a steel km130r uh, combi and it has a hedge trimmer attachment uh, with an extension shaft a um a standard trimmer whippersnapper head uh, for it which i've um, changed to like a weed whacking setup like a, a blade on there for really thick dense stuff uh, a pole pruning saw so a chainsaw head um, for, for pole pruning which you can use the extension on as well and uh, that's all I've got um, for my combi but there's oh god there's so much stuff there's there's a, even a blower and a sweeper and all sorts of stuff but again um, oh no I won't say learn from my mistakes because the technology wasn't really there when I was purchasing my stuff but um, get battery Get battery stuff. Um, still an ego um, and uh, um, on the cheaper end of the scale, um, uh, Makita and Ryobi, I think make make them. But um, get, get a get a commercial grade um, uh, brand and um, Husqvarna, Husqvarna as well. Uh, I ran into the rep the other day and he's he was he was talking about his. Doesn't matter, um, but the way of the future the um the batteries are really really powerful in these things um and let's face it if you're um you're using it for hedge trimming and for pole pruning and things like that uh it's it's you don't need the down low torque and um uh, power of a uh, of a petrol um motor um because they're heavy, they're bulky. Oh man, it's it's it's. I don't really think there's many cons left. Pro versus con. I don't think there's many cons left to having the battery stuff if you get commercial grade because they're awesome. I've tested uh, a few of them, and um, my favourite actually is the Ego. Um, really, really good. Really, really good. Uh, the the battery lasted I, I got to i had two tested it with two batteries and um i i got all day out of it uh now you're not constantly it's not like your your mower where you're using it as much but if you're doing um residential and even small acreage uh, you will you'll have no dramas at all um now the line trimmer just the strict line trimmer i i wouldn't i wouldn't get battery i'll stick with um petrol for now but your combi where you can use it for hedge trimming and, and pole pruning um then uh, it's definitely the way to go uh, check them out online uh, you can pick up a um a uh, a combi with its attachments uh for around about um a grand to eleven hundred dollars for an ego um the stills are a bit more expensive um so are the husqvarna's and um, I find that the there's probably not a lot of difference. Um, to be honest, I, I I use the the steel one just in the shop, just just triggering it and playing with it, 
and um, it didn't feel as powerful or feel as sturdy um, as the ego. Now, um, weight is a big thing. It's um, when you're like if you're on a ladder and you're leaning forward uh, with a with a, doing a big hedge or something like that, holding one of these things compared to a petrol run combi system is crazy. It's crazy. It's so fucking light. Um, I I can't wait for my KM one thirty to to burn out, um, so that I can <laughs> so that I can pick up a new battery one because <laughs> I'm stingy as I refuse to sell something for um, for less than it's worth or for you know for j- just to get some money for it. I'd rather get as much money uh, out of it by using it for as long as I can until it dies, um, and uh, and then. Uh, and then replace a piece of equipment. I am such a tight ass, but you know, whatever. Battery, combi system, awesome. Battery, better. Do it. It's time for Weirdo of the Week. This week's Weirdo of the Week is courtesy of a homeless well I don't know whether he's no I don't think he was homeless actually no I don't think he was because that would be politically incorrect for me to make fun of this man no look I don't think he was he was standing at a bus stop though he wasn't a client of mine but he was standing at a bus stop and this fucker was doing kung fu to nobody but no like tai chi almost but like fast. No, it was Kung Fu, I guess. I don't know. But he was standing at the bus stop and he was fully getting in the poses and like the upside down punches and and high kicks, which weren't very high and shit. But, and I thought, you know, <laughs> this bloke's had a few too many. or He's been hitting the billies or something. But I drove back half an hour later and he is fucking still there high kicking and chopping thin air the bus runs like every half an hour so either i just missed it both times or he don't care about the bus he's in the fucking zone and just karateing the shit out of the bus stop and this the funniest thing was this bloke behind him this big fella the big bald fella was sitting there reading his book or looking at his phone or looking down whatever he's doing and he was paying zero attention. Yeah. And you know when you're like someone will be doing something like that and you're just sort of trying not to make eye contact and you feel weird? He looked like he did not have a fucking care in the world. It was like he either sits at the bus stop with this fellow on a regular basis and is just like, mate, Daniel son, you go for it. Or he 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 lives he lives in this town and just it's it's just the way this town functions, maybe. I don't know. But super duper awesome. I wanted to shake his hand. I really did because that's fucking commitment. You, pe- people pay people pay like um, 50 bucks a week to go to a gym and go to a group class where they do this Taibo shit and stuff. And I might stand at the bus stop just getting his 30 in, getting his 30 minutes of exercise in. And who knows? I, I could have went back there two hours later. He might have still been there. Ice. Fucking hell of a drug. So that about wraps it up today, guys. Um, thanks for listening to me, Babylon, for a while again, and um, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, please, um, 
you know, like, share, subscribe, uh, whatever you need to do. Uh, give us a review on um, on iTunes uh, if you can. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna send this out, uh, send the link out on my social media accounts as well. Now that I've got a couple of episodes for people to people to listen to. Um, but yeah, hey, if you if you like it, please um, make sure you you let any, anyone know that uh, is in the game in the lawn care game or looking at getting into the lawn care game, because um, I'm just trying to help out uh, as much as I can and um, give people some information that they might need. So thank you and have a great day, motherfuckers.